0: It's time for, um, hello, a Jersey Shore recap podcast.
1: Um hello.
0: um, hello. Um, hello. My name is Angel, but you can call me Cookie.
1: And I'm Wow. Together we are Cookie and Wow. This is your episode by episode Jersey Shore recap podcast. This is season three, episode five drunk punch love is the name of the episode which i don't know if that was like a commentary on eat pray love which i think was big at the time but they absolutely should have called this episode are you friends with her
0: oh yeah i guess but they, they always try to do well i guess they don't always but they try to do puns and like little funny word plays sometimes i guess that's they were trying to be clever and not so when we saw
1: the episode where's the beach we were like oh i know it's happening and if i saw are you friends with her i'd be like turn it on
0: (laughs) that is true this was a very good episode it was there was a lot going on
1: a lot of good jersey shore moments and i remember in season one being like i'm surprised all this stuff happens in season one because i think i was remembering this Mm. in season three where we have Yeah, the Are You Friends With Her and like spoiler, but like the grenade whistle and all these iconic things that obviously we should just dig into, but it is, it's a good one. It's a good episode.
0: It it certainly is.
1: But (laughs) before we start, I do want to follow up because I am nothing if not a detective, a voice of the people trying to get the hard hitting news and headlines, and I sought out to get a statement. From the husband of Miss Dina Nicole and Mr. Chris Buckner replied to us. Can I just say, like, I didn't want to push my luck because I'm like, he already, like, you know, like, will follow us and respond a little bit. So I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go too far. So if, if you remember on one of the episodes, I sent him a little message just being like, hey, what did you think about seeing Dina on Jersey Shore then or now? We'd love to hear your intake. He so sweetly responded. I'm obsessed with what he said. This is what he said. <laughs> Hi, I was and will always be a huge fan of Jersey Shore. When I watch clips now, old or new, of D, it just reminds me of how great she is on the show, and I just happen to be extremely lucky to be married to her.
0: That is so. That's such a goddamn sweet thing to say.
1: I know, we stand. and it's so true. Like, I think he really just feels so. Like, she is great on the show. That's so true, and I really do think he just it feels so lucky to be her husband. And that is like my favorite thing ever. So, shout out always to the Buckners.
0: Yes, thank you so much for your statement. Thanks for replying. Um, so far he's the first person in the canon of the Jersey Shore universe to a- acknowledge and engage with us. So i they feel were one degree
1: away from Dina. We're exactly. so close. Exactly.
0: Who is my favorite? So that means a lot to me.
1: Yes. Back to the episode. So we start back with Jenny was kind of like surveying the damage of Tom. They decide they need to mm. change the locks, which is of course kind of the antics of the scene because they like can't do it. But really, it's still kind of I don't know. It's like kind of sad to watch. And I'm like, just get the dogs mm. and go back to Jersey already. <laughs>
0: It was a very snooky and Jaywow moment, though. They're they're uh, they were a little clueless trying to. They, I think there was a point where they even locked themselves in, which is yes. something. Which, by the way, is still something I would do, so I can relate <laughs> to that. It's hard.
1: They needed a a real lesbian to help them in that
0: moment. I think one of them said There's they should call a juice head.
1: Found. A juice head would have been yeah exactly. They needed help. <laughs> I think that they must have had production like step in and help eventually. They like, like, do you guys want to be here all day? Like, let's fucking go. <laughs> And then so last time I mentioned really quickly that Snooki had called Ryder to come and she comes now. And of course, like Snooki is helping Jenny. And honestly, I'm still like, this is not a great time for Ryder to come because there's like stuff going on in the house. There's Snooki who's trying not to drink as much. Jenny's got all the stuff going on. But Ryder like shows up. Vinny greets her, of course, which just feeds more into the drama. But she's like, where's Nicole? And Nicole's on her way back from New York. So That's like dun dun dun.
0: And she and Dina have a cute moment though. Dina kind of takes her out and they go on the boardwalk and they have a few drinks. So that was cool. Dina's, of course, instantly friends with everybody. So I don't even know if they've met at this point, right? Or have they? I don't think they've met.
1: Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. I don't think they're friends. And I think. They both have the kind of personality that can be friends with anybody, but I mm. think in different ways. In Dina's case, it's really, like, friendly, approach, approachable, like, just a very people's person. And Ryder, I think that she'll be friends with anybody who's going to drink with her.
0: Yeah, I feel you.
1: So it works because Dina's, like, accommodating and she's a great host, but... I'm I guess like looking back, I'm re- I was really a big fan of Ryder watching the show the first time and I'm just not as much walk like watching back, I think she kind of like comes in selfishly to be like, it's my birthday weekend, so I'm gonna come to the Jersey Shore on your show. I don't know. I <laughs> it's kind of like icky to me.
0: I don't know. Like maybe she like kind of manipulated or convinced, like, hey Nicole, let me come on your show. That that type of thing. Yeah, like-,
1: like maybe Nicole felt like she couldn't say no. Right. Like, it's her birthday, and it's my best friend, and, like, I feel like Nicole's already kind of a people pleaser in some aspects, so I don't well, know.
0: Well, and earlier this season, she was saying she had a weird, a weird thing with Ryder, because she and Vinny had hooked up right before the season started. Right. And I forgot about that, but Vinny brought it up when Ryder got into the house, like, it's kind of awkward <laughs> that she's here and Snooky's not after what happened, which it is, and they never yeah. really addressed it in the episode, which I was surprised
1: I think they make some jokes, but overall, I think Vinny knows if he makes too many jokes, Nicole will get mad. Nicole doesn't want to bring it up. I think Ryder shouldn't bring it up, but no, um, it's like the whole day that they're gone, and when they finally get home, um, Nicole and Jenny when Nicole and Jenny finally get back with the dogs, like everyone's ready to go out and like, okay, you guys get ready, like we're about to go to the bar, and it's fine, I guess that like everything does work out fine for Snooky, but I'm like. Nicole just said she didn't want to drink and now here's her Mm. drinking friend who's like get ready we're going to karma and I'm kind of just like you guys just are not the best friends right now but (laughs) but they you know
0: karma it is I don't know that they really were good friends though I think they were drinking buddies which is different right the different vibe that's true
1: drinking buddy is different
0: you you know what I wanted to say you mentioned it was her birthday did you I don't know if you said how old she is but I was surprised that it was her 22nd birthday
1: well, that's all. I think Nicole's 20, maybe 23 now by season three, but she was still only 22. Like, I'm, when she I'm still the show.
0: in my 20s. I'm going on 28. But it's like, I don't know why that feels so young. I just, I didn't, I guess it's because I watched it when I was like in junior high or early high school. Yeah, early high school. So they all felt so old yeah. to me. So it's crazy now to look back and I'm like, oh, those are babies. They're barely adults. girl. No, it's,
1: that's, the, that's exactly how it is, is that at the time they seemed so much older than us. Yeah. And now we're past it so we're like yeah. whoa it's like a weird time warp thing but that's when you just you know pop over to family vacation and remember that everybody is aging also. they're all
0: parents and yeah they're all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly There is so, are one more thing about writer there's this moment where she's sitting alone with the boys with vinnie and polly and it's so awkward they say they're like they're just sitting there in silence
1: i don't think she has much of a personality at this right. point in her life I... besides just <laughs> being drunk
0: We all know people like that where, like, their their whole personality is just getting drunk, which is kind of sad. Yeah, and they
1: claim that they are, like, such a good time and so fun, but it's like, well, really? You're just down (laughs) to drink. I don't know. Yeah. But I thought that
0: was funny. But luckily, Nicole and Jenny got home right around then and saved the day.
1: Yeah. So now we are in for, honestly, a very long night at Karma. A lot goes down. Mm -hmm. First thing, Jenny immediately finds Roger, which... No real drama, but he does, like, stick around the rest of the night. So, like, now that now that she's rid of the Tom drama, because we're, you know, fresh off of her changing the locks and stuff, her and Roger are going to start to amp things up. And then Sam and Ron immediately get in a fight, which really I think is just because <laughs> Sam still can't trust him. So anything that happens, she has this warped perception of reality after just seeing how much mm. he's able to lie to her that, like, yeah, I wouldn't trust him either.
0: Yeah, right, and I think he was, like, talking to a friend and the friend's girlfriend, right? Like, it was totally harmless, if I'm not mistaken. I do
1: think it was harmless, I just think she's traumatized.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the reason why they fight so quickly, because they're both in a fucked up state. She's traumatized, and she's on high alert, and he sort of is in this weird victim complex, where he's got himself convinced that she's the problem, and that he's, like, somehow is... I guess he's aware that he's on thin ice, but rather than acknowledging it's his fault, he kind of takes it as she's crazy or she's going through it. So they're both. I think it's
1: kind of an ego thing why he's yeah, not willing to admit any accountability.
0: So they're both sort of on thin ice. So that these fights trigger instantly, like with one glance they're fighting.
1: So, okay. So the rest of the club now, listen, my name is Gina and I am Italian and there are lots of, of other Italians named Gina. Right. But I can't help but feel really happy when Vinny. This is I pull I this is the quote he said because I'm just so excited that he said this of my name. He said, There's a lot of cute girls at Karma tonight. And you know, one girl named Gina kind of stands out to me. <laughs> and he ensues with what he says is a beautiful Italian girl named Gina who has her entire family as her fucking security at this club
0: right which is interesting that she's there with them
1: i would kill my family if anybody act like this i'd be like go the fuck away i'm not hanging out with y'all if you're gonna act like this
0: do you think they're putting on a show for the cameras or do you think they're just like that and like follow around to the club and protect her and whatever try to protect you know whatever
1: um, I think it's a little bit amped up be- from the cameras, but I think only not, not for show, but because they are that protect protective. So if the cameras weren't there, I still think they'd be protective over guys, but because there's cameras, I think they feel like they need to be more protective. Cause it's mm. like a, don't be an ass in front of this guy, but B don't be an ass in front of this guy and national television. Right. But well, they're, yeah, um, intense. <laughs> I'm surprised she even agrees to go back to the house with them, um. and he and she does, and, and everyone kind of has somebody, like, a lot of people end up back at the house, yeah. honestly. It's like a whole, I, and I don't know, they're up, like, all night, which is why this whole night gets so much air time, but I, I'm just surprised that she's willing to go back and her family's letting her go. Like, I'm surprised they weren't just like, no, you're not going.
0: Right. Yeah, She. I, well, she it almost feels like they sort of, like, escaped, like, they kind of had to get away, like snuck, you know what I mean? Like they were sneaky. Vinnie
1: oh, okay.
0: Like I, I feel like they, I can see that. You know what I mean? Like when, someone, like they go. just dipped. They just left the club. Um, Interesting.
1: So, so now they're, they're back, okay. and they order pizza. Mm-hmm.
0: Which it maybe me crave pizza. Something fears.
1: No, it did look. It did look really, really good. And one of the things I think is so funny is that Sam and Ron get back into a fight. Which honestly, um, it's not even worth getting into why, because none of that it really makes sense. But what's so funny is that when she realizes at one point, like she comes to bring him pizza because they get in a fight. She leaves the room. She gets a piece of pizza. And while she's getting the pizza, Ron's like destroying the room. Right. And she comes back to give him pizza. Cause I think in Sam's head, she's just kind of used to things being chaotic right now. And she's like, it'll blow over whatever. But I think Ron's taking this harder because he's like, I've been caught. So she might escalate things i don't know because he just goes to defense so crazy Mm -hmm. in this like crazy way and then she brings him a slice of pizza and she doesn't notice that he's like destroyed the room and then when she finally notices what cracks me up is she's still like chewing the pizza and like taking bites (laughs) of pizza as he's like berating her and being an asshole and she's just like what did you do this for and like takes a full bite and i'm just like okay wait sammy at this moment is everything
0: well, and then of course Mike is up there instigating and being like look what he did or I, I don't even remember what Mike said but I was like go away this doesn't involve you
1: yeah honestly it's hard to like make notes and comment and stuff even more so on the Sam and Ron drama because like ron is so annoying and unreal and like unsympathetic and then sam i don't even feel like sammy's doing that much wrong like she'll make one comment and instead of just calmly being like hey we gotta move past this ron destroys her room and i'm like you're not fighting fire with fire you're fighting like a, I don't know I don't have a good metaphor what the fuck ever you know what I'm trying to say like it's so crazy uneven the way that Ron is handling everything and and like Mike and Polly don't even know what to do like Sam's crying and I'm like oh I hate watching yeah. it makes it not fun to watch
0: this was a bad episode for Ron and there's a lot of bad episodes but this is one of them and he says a few things that I don't that don't sit right with me like one of the things he said was uh, cry all you want your tears don't mean shit to me which I thought was oh, a little cruel. So disgusting.
1: No, he's nasty, and he does start to get, like, threatening in right. ways. And I already, I, this is, like, also why I'm just, like, where is the producer intervention? Because, like, stuff is being destroyed. And, I'm, and not even, you know what, like, if you want to be, like, okay, these guys have made us a plot line, so let's run with it. Okay. But, like. what about danny and his fucking shore house like was there no Mm. clause that danny said if they're destroying things you have to intervene because it's my fucking house that you're like the bed frame is still broken and like (laughs) danny has made tiktoks about it on on his like what on like the shore store tiktok and be like look the bed's still broken ha 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 which i'm kind of like okay on one hand like ha ha but also like so you've just made a shrine of this domestic abuse that was ignored like gross
0: I think I think when you get into reality TV on the production side I think that they are they have it like hammered into their brain to not intervene until they the absolute last minute to get as much footage as possible so I just
1: think you can't even even just say run if you keep breaking stuff we're gonna have to like a warning or something
0: I mean, maybe they did, and we didn't see it because it wasn't as bad this episode as it gets. I think later this very season. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we'll we could talk more about destruction of property later because this really was okay. just this. This moment was more just Sam's shit. It was like her clothes and her stuff like that. Uh, it wasn't necessarily like Danny's stuff. Um, but True. but there's a pattern. Yeah, he, he he like he's the type of guy where he gets so angry. That he like has to release it physically, and I bet he's limiting himself on camera. I can't even imagine what goes on behind the scenes. Like he's definitely a wall puncher, right? I mean, like he seems like that type.
1: Well, in the news for more than that, so yeah, I like. Well, yeah, I, and it's even more gross because he's he's gross now. He's gross then. Why are we employing this man? I don't ever want him on Jersey Shore again. I right. hate him. Get him off. No,
0: I do not want him to because I started watching Family Reunion this season. And I don't want him to come back for for Sam's sake, for my sake, for anybody's sake. Just stay gone. We're good.
1: Okay, let's move on before I go crazy over the salmon and I, Well, okay. there's
0: more of it. <laughs> I
1: know, but put a pin in it for now. Let's yeah, go back um... to the fun stuff. So, okay, this is where the guys that, like I said, they all kind of brought girls home. The girls don't get tons of screen time until Mike goes off with his girl because, you know, Mike's signature move is being like, oh, I'll get you a t-shirt. That kind of, like, claims his girl. They end up together, whatever. But there's, like, this straggler who kind of is like, well, what about me? And even the guys are kind of, like, joking with her, like, "You're yeah, right nah, your name's Skip. Like, they're trying to, like, make jokes with her. She's not getting it. And when she goes up to be like, I need a shirt too, Mike's even like, for what? You go get one from Polly. Like, what? I don't know what this girl was thinking, honestly.
0: I wonder if anyone even brought her home or if she just sort of followed them home because I didn't quite get that. Like, did she come home with Polly or did she follow him home?
1: I think it's her friend that she just came with, and I think, I don't know what she thought. Like, did she think that she was going to have a threesome? Or, like, honestly, he might have been down for that if, if, he, if she'd, like, specifically said that. But I don't know. It was all very weird. And while this is happening, the guys are like, We got to do something. We got that whistle, right? We got to blow the grenade whistle. And they almost say it like it's happened before, even though it has definitely not happened before. And if you're watching on our Patreon, I have the grenade whistle as, or on YouTube, I have the grenade whistle on as my Zoom background, which is just, it's this ridiculous sounding horn that does, it sounds more like,
0: like most of the time. (laughs) Wait, that was a great impression.
1: (laughs) It's like, so random and mike is even like hold is. on hold on what is that and
0: like, I, I, well, <laughs> like I don't it's a the, siren i know what it's called it's called a vuvuzela is and it it's called a vuvuzela they were trendy at that time that's why I'm okay. sure they, I, I believe that's why they had one it was like a meme it was like the world's ugliest sounding instrument or something there was like a meme of how awful <laughs> it sounds because it is technically an instrument it's a, like a yeah. musical instrument but it makes this awful like horn sound and so I think that's why they had one just cuz it was like funny at the time to have one. But yeah, it's called a vuvuzela. I think
1: And then the... rebranded as a grenade whistle. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's like they it's like they like do it they have them like at soccer games. And that's if you've ever okay. been to a soccer game, sometimes there's this loud horrible sound and that's what it is. It's a bunch of vuvuzelas. Anyways.
1: It, the... aka the grenade
0: whistle. Right, the rebranded grenade whistle. <laughs> so the craziest thing happens. Gina's <laughs> uncle and family show back up. And it's like, how did they find the house? Did they like, did production lead them there? So
1: I'm wondering if at this point, everybody in Seaside just knows the house. Oh, yeah. or I'm not really no, totally you're right. sure, no, you're but right. it is kind of like chaotic though. Cause like the grenade whistles going off <laughs> the girls, like they're trying to figure out who's going where. And then their family shows like this girl's family shows up. And I mentioned previously how fucking small Seaside is. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'm breaking this information to you, Newly. I don't know if, I, if you know this or not, but one of the guys who comes yeah. to pick up Gina I is Snooki's fucking husband. It's Gianni. I,
0: I did not remember that until today when I watched that episode. And he's what on camera fuck? and
1: everything being like, yeah. is she coming out or what? Like, he's made his Jersey Shore MTV debut long before the days right. of JWoww and Snooki, Snooki and WoW, whatever. It is so funny to me that he's literally on camera. And then what's also crazy to me is if Seaside isn't fucking small enough, if in this season like I haven't been able to pick out where it is yet, But in this season, there are multiple shots of current Sammy's boyfriend because he's a bouncer at Karma. And in one of the – I don't know what episode it is. I don't think we're there yet. But one of the episodes, he actually carries Dina out. And I don't know if that's on camera. But at one point in uh, Family Vacation, they pan to some Jersey Shore footage. And he's in, like, the background Mm -hmm. of things. So it's hilarious to me that, like, Gianni is right there picking up Gina. And then we have – Uh, Then we have Sammy's boyfriend, whose name I don't know. Being the bouncer, like, okay, Jersey kids only so big people. We've we've established that.
0: Jeez. Do people, like, Oh, this is going to sound so stupid. Do people, like, live in (laughs) these Of course they do. It sounds stupid, but, like, or is it just a tourist, like, a No, you're fair to assume
1: that, like, a lot of the Jersey Shore towns, it's kind of like a college town where, like, people Mm. live there, but then, obviously, things ramp up during college season. It's the same where, like, people absolutely live there full-time, but it's absolutely busier during the summer because a lot of people will go for the summer. It's like that kind of, like, a seasonal kind of town.
0: And, like, I wonder, like, how somebody like Danny makes money... Does he only? Does he just make a shitload of money during the summer and then none the rest of the year? Because I can imagine both the house would be empty and the store would be empty during like the winter months, right?
1: He must have other properties or other business ventures. Who knows?
0: Maybe then I would. If I were him, I wouldn't. Now I'd retire on the on the Jersey Shore house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's still raking money in. You know, get that bag.
0: Like, I wonder if he still runs the store. Anyways, yeah, it is a very small town and it's crazy because it's like, I don't know why the idea of like all these people that are now in their lives that weren't at the time, like all their faces are unblurred. So I don't know why it's funny to think of them like being pushed, pulled aside and they signed waivers and like they did the whole production thing. And I don't know. Yeah, It is crazy.
1: It's very crazy. I love the 360 view of it all. And we this night is literally not over. I know I know we've already gone into so much of one night at Karma. We're usually like, "Oh, we're skipping around days. It's fully still one night." But let's take a little break.
0: Okay. Can't get enough of um hello? Never. Well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Umhello Pod.
1: And if you are listening to us but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreoncom umhello. There's also gonna to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes like how I got my snooky pose
0: And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com.
1: All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay.
0: Um hello? Um, hello. um hello. We're back.
1: We are back, but the night is not over. However, the grenade finally leaves and Roger <laughs> and uh, Jenny are hanging out. The the house finally comes into some peace. And then okay, fine. I said we let's take a break from talking about Ron and Sam, but now we have to talk about them again. Because Jenny and I don't understand this move. She randomly like throws a lifeline to Ron, who's like crying. Right, Jenny's like, you know, I still have your back. Like, I care about you. We wrote the note so that Sam would be free from you, and you could be free, and you'd be able to be you. Which I think is like a real big twist on the truth. But I'm like, Jenny, what is this
0: move? I didn't like this for her. I felt weird about it. Like she kind of was implying. Like Sam has been the problem all along, and it was our goal to set get rid of her for you, so that you could have a good summer. Like, and and I know that Jenny and Sam had problems at this point, but like you said, that's sort of twisting the truth. And I think Jenny knows that. So and because Jenny knows the truth, she was she wrote the goddamn note. She's the one who's pitched. So it's like, why are you flipping it now? Is it like fuck Sam? I'll be Ron's friend. Like, is, is she that petty in this moment? Or, or maybe, did she change her mind? I don't know. I can't, I can't understand her intentions.
1: No, I really... It's so mind-boggling to me. Like, I don't... My only thing is, like, sometimes when you're drunk, things seem, like, more dramatic than they are. So I don't know if then she was, like, feeding into that. It really made no sense to me. I will say and, also...
0: Well, the one thing mm-hmm. I will say is that she, she just mentioned it once in passing, but she did say, I sort of... I forget her exact wording, but she said something to the extent of like, I can relate to how you're feeling because I've gone through something similar with Tom of like messing up and then feeling guilty and blah, 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 blah. So I'm wondering if part of why she's flip-flopping and and like sympathizing a lot with Ron is because maybe she's like, she she just had all kinds of crazy shit happen with Tom. So I wonder if her like head is kind of warped and she's like relating it to her own situation and maybe relates or feels bad because she thinks he's in the same position that she was i don't know she mentioned no, Tom. no that's so a good I...
1: analysis i can see that parallel like maybe it's a little bit of guilt and she's like well i did something wrong and i can see ron's right. doing something wrong so i can i see i can see that I can like see commiserating
0: that. on their guilt and the yeah. th- tom should happen that day like she was in her home that morning so this mm. has been so i'm wondering if that could have something to do with it and i'm thinking I think if...
1: that's a good call
0: out and I'm thinking of Jenny in this moment like this must have been a long goddamn 24 hours for her. Jesus. Cuz I yeah. think she I think she's been up at this point for like 24 hours.
1: By the end of the night, that's for sure. And Maybe if they just kind of had this moment and then it went on, that would be fine. But Mike, the fucking instigation in this instance, (laughs) decides to like kind of just passively tell Sam like, like Sam's like, where's Ron? And Mike, because he's their roommate, is like, oh, he's downstairs talking to Jenny. And I don't think he realized what was about to like fucking erupt when he said that. She goes over the balcony and then we get one of my favorite scenes ever tell me now. I need to know now. Are you friends with her? No. Are you? Are you friends with her? Stop fucking playing me out right now. It's not cool. And what's so fucking funny is like why is that the moment that they choose to fucking celebrate Ryder's birthday? And so Vinny walks through and he's like we're going to Ryder's birthday party and Sam's like I don't give a fuck. And it's
0: so funny. It was bad timing because they started preparing the cake moments before sam started yelling so they didn't do that on purpose it like just worked out that way and
1: they're honestly like so sick of just having to deal with this too that i don't think they're like oh let's wait till it's over i think they're like it's gonna happen every night we're just gonna let it happen and keep doing what we're doing because what else are we supposed to do
0: They just went as far as possible. They went up on that like roof deck thing and they're just like, well, fuck it. Let's just celebrate. Uh, So he and
1: Ryder like passed out up there too. They have to like wake her up to be like, look, because it's like six in the morning at this point. And they have to like wake her up to be like, look, we brought you candles. And I'm just like now in the middle of, are you friends with her?
0: I would be especially annoyed about Ron and Sam drama as well when there's guests over. Like in front of company, like Ryder's here. We've got randoms from the club, like Roger's here like everybody's here i think roger was there at that point right yeah so he's still there yeah and so it's like jesus can we not behave in front of company god yeah
1: well what then gets awkward is like okay the are you friends with her really funny but then when she punches him in the face not so funny but also i'm like well you just deserve it but like i shouldn't be promoting violence but i'm also like fuck you ron punched him in the fucking face I hate I just hate him so much that when she punched him I was like honestly you're doing what I want to do right now as like whatever right but well, I shouldn't you. say that that's not good to say
0: well can I tell you what I wrote yeah I, I said um she repeats or I said quote quote unquote because I'm reading my notes right now this is word for word what I wrote quote unquote mm-hmm. are you friends with her she repeats multiple times and he refuses to answer so she punches him in the face quote unquote as she should Or sorry, parentheses, (laughs) as she should. Because as she should, he was being an asshole and he deserved it. Now, I mean, I don't promote domestic violence, but I don't know. I felt like he deserved a punch. a little Or a little slap or something.
1: (laughs) We're just so mad at him that I'm like, I don't know. So, that wasn't great. And she calls her mom to be like, I've been pushed to the edge. I'm packing my stuff. I need to be picked up. And I don't love this scene because I feel like while people are telling her not to stay, they're also really coddling Ron.
0: Right. And I'm like, they're telling her to Ronnie stay. Ronnie should be like both sides. Yeah. and
1: Ronnie should be the one to go. He is the problem. Mm. Like, uh, and so like, it's not like a fun scene because they just don't
0: get well, the full both sides. picture right now. Because, right. Like, there's a lot of, like, telling Ron, oh, you're totally in the right, and we're sorry you have to deal with this. But then they're going to Sam saying, you shouldn't leave. Don't let him make you leave. You know, they're mm-hmm. playing both sides. And I get they're both of their friends, I guess. But I don't know. It just feels wrong.
1: And who knows, honestly, if they've seen footage and whatever. So maybe they don't know how bad things really are either. It's just, like, hard to... To know, um, and it's like all of a sudden 7 a.m. I guess before I go into 7 a.m., before, just on a little fun note quickly, <laughs> um, the Jenny and Roger are trying to get it in, but the dogs are just like barking. And I love the dogs being at the shore. I think other people are probably annoyed with all the barking, and I'm sure it's edited to sound more dramatic than it is. But the dogs running around and being part of the plot line and them holding them yeah. in the kitchen, it's so funny to me. I love it.
0: Well, me too, but I'm a dog person. I love dogs. Yeah, me too. Especially, I have a soft spot in my heart for little yappy dogs, because that's what I grew up with. I love little, loud, annoying dogs. Like, annoying in a good way. I find it to be charming, and I think I would like having them there for sure. Um, Yeah, I
1: have a terrier and a shih tzu, so yappy dogs are right up my alley.
0: (laughs) I always grew up with uh, chihuahuas, which are famously some of the most yappy dogs and i love them i love them. chihuahuas, I
1: love I chihuahuas. Do, do. okay so back to the drama because now this it's is, 7 a.m they've been finally, up all night
0: uh, well uh, this is one of those things where it's like maybe you should just go the fuck to sleep because at this point there's nothing productive is going to happen um and ron says some. this is where i was talking about earlier he mm-hmm. says i wrote it down exactly as he said he said it because someone was asking like are you going to let her leave and he said if she stays, I'm gonna make her life miserable. She has no idea.
1: That's so sinister and gross to me.
0: It comes off as like malicious and cruel and calculated. Like, are you gonna like purposely make her suffer to try to get rid of her or to punish her? What, what and is And then your imagine there? like
1: being Sam and watching that back at some point, right. and being like, "Whoa."
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's but- threatening.
0: But I hate it. uh, She was saying shit like that in season two, though. That's why I don't, I can't, I can't understand. Why do we ever cast this disgusting human? There's so many other juice
1: heads that weren't going to hit anybody. Right. Uh, Anyway, so her bags are packed and he does finally soften because this is a toxic relationship at its finest. Right. Like he pushes her all the way to the edge. And while she's finally at the edge, that's when he's like, okay, fine, come back. And like, Sam starts to try and take some accountability being like okay I know I freaked out over nothing like I shouldn't be freaking out over you being friends with Jenny but I'm like don't apologize to this disgusting excuse for a human and she tells her mom you don't need to pick me up but I'm just like no Sam Well, that's have where... nothing to be apologizing for
0: yeah, exactly well that's where we you know earlier we were saying like we were like kind of half jokingly like oh, we're glad she punched him but this is where I wish she wouldn't have because when she punched him that gave him an opportunity to play to to play victim and to have a legitimate mm. complaint because she did take it to a physical level. And so he that gives him uh leverage to make it about him and to make and it worked because she was very guilty and apologetic, mostly about the punch, more th- I mean, about the whole night, but really about the punch was what she was apologizing for. So that's why I wish she wouldn't have for that reason.
1: I definitely see that because he even says to her, well, she makes the comment to him like, Hey, you've messed up a lot and asked me for another chance and I've given it to you and you've gotten better. So now I need you to give me that chance, which I do see what she's saying in a way. Like Ron has to remember that she's not where he is at with all the knowledge. And like, he's not giving her a chance to catch up. And like, have a period where she's going to be really pissed and have him on a short lease until trust is rebuilt. and that's just he's mm-hmm. not understanding. There's no emotional intelligence in this man,
0: oh no, absolutely. yeah. because I think the best thing to do is really to let them have their like if if you betray someone and they're trying to forgive you, let them have their space. let them try mm-hmm. to free. But no, he wants it to just be over. He wants to sort of erase it from the history books because oh, and you know what he says a lot too he says a lot of like oh that was 5 months ago. You we were talking about 5 months ago.
1: What? And that's such a 22-year-old mindset.
0: Yeah, I guess they are pretty young. 5 months like... is
1: such a big portion of time in a 22-year-old's mind.
0: That's and now because... that I'm
1: 30, I'm like 5 months goes by like that.
0: Exactly. If we if you betrayed me 5 months ago or 6 months ago, that was might as well have been yesterday and I'm going to need like another maybe 6 months minimum. <laughs> like I need a full year to be over it at minimum.
1: If that, yeah, right, or or am I might just never talk to you again because I'm an adult and don't have time?
0: Yeah, well, that's true as well. So mm-hmm. she, she apologizes to him and she's sort of, of course, comforting him and hugging him, and which I hated, but I, I kind of get, I get her perspective, I get why she was doing it, but it was hard to watch as a as a third party. Um, and she calls her mom and says she decided to stay. She wants to work it out with Ron, and I found this interesting. In the interview confessional, or whatever, she said that the reason she made it physical and what pushed her over the edge was him talking to Jenny. And she said in this moment, she realizes that she not only needs to make up with Ron, but she also wants to make up with Jenny, which I found interesting because yeah. this is the first time this season – and she was just furious with her an hour ago. And, and for the first time, she's saying, I think I might need to talk to Jenny, which I found interesting that that's the conclusion she came to in that moment.
1: I think at some point she, and maybe I'm reaching here, but I think at some point she was kind of like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm doing it again. I should be mad at Ron, but I'm mad at Jenny. But she was taking it out on Ron, so it's like at least a step in the right direction. But I think that's when she was like, I have to just make things right and find a way to not live like this because like, I don't have peace currently. That's what I think. Right,
0: and I wonder if it's almost the thing where she was ignoring it and and avoiding it, but the, the amount of anger that entered her body instantly when she saw them yeah. talking i think that made her realize that she was more worked up about it than she thought you know what i mean like you know how sometimes yep. you're like i don't give a fuck i don't care and then something happens and yeah you're like, oh no i care very much I'm yeah, yeah fully. yeah so i think that's what happened i think she was like i really need to squash this otherwise it's gonna get ugly again because they live in the same house at this point they're still living together so i thought that <sighs> was sort of i thought that was out of all the shit that happened I th- that was a sort of mature conclusion to come to that like maybe we should just all squash this and start over so.
1: yeah at least we can be done talking about their fights for the rest of this episode <laughs>
0: is it i hope i don't even remember it's
1: just this one just this one Jeez. don't worry
0: okay well, well let's take a break and we'll come back with some more fun moments
1: the rest of the okay. episode is fun yes all right welcome to sapphic survival guide my name is cheyenne i'm gina is now in How do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to you all know, at all? It is literally <laughs> every queer woman I meet hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapping Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, hello. Um, hello. Hi, hello, we're back. We're back, but writers leaving. It's kind of a short visit and honestly, kind of like really bad timing overall. So kind of glad it's over.
0: It's bad on multiple counts. Bad because she probably didn't have that great of a time. It was probably kind of awkward. And also bad because I feel as though she probably was looking for a little bit of TV time and didn't get very much. Because mm. if there was not all that drama going, we'd get like meatbally snooky writer adventures. But there was so much happening with Jenny. And Ron and Sam, that I almost forgot, Ryder was there. Other than the fact that they sang her happy birthday while Ron and Sam was fighting, that's really all I remember about her this episode.
1: That's fine. I don't need more airtime from her right now, honestly. Like I'm
0: good. Do we not Unless, like her? Especially,
1: if I'm just like not a fan because like Nicole's not friends with her now, and I right. feel like she's really we've said this. She's really just a drinking buddy. So mm-hmm. I just don't think she's a great friend. So I'm like, well, I'm okay with her leaving. It's 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 okay. Bye.
0: I don't even think she was there for a full. Twenty four hours, like she showed up in the afternoon and left the next morning, so she really only came for the night. I wonder how far she's coming from.
1: Well, longest night of TV time of the of the season so far, at least. Jesus, for her, but... I,
0: I think they were all up for at least twenty four hours.
1: Yeah, especially the... Jenny and Snooky because of yeah. the drive that they had to take.
0: Jeez, that's why I can't even imagine the mindset Jenny was in all that drama, all that. Ugh. Yeah, that's why I there must have been some like a little cocaine right because how can you have that much energy for that long?
1: oh maybe or- around now is when they started to get some help maybe i don't know especially because if they're up at up till 7 a.m i mean like yes you can have nights with of alcohol which is that but like that's probably more likely not just drinking
0: i can't maybe i can't relate personally and so i'm like projecting onto them but and this isn't even like a oh because i'm getting older thing even when i was 21 you got well, if if we're getting drunk, you've got me for about three hours, and then it's a wrap, and then it's done. <laughs> when I'm done, I'm done. It's it's over. So I don't know how, and so I know some people can drink all night even without drugs. I don't know how they do it. I do not know how they do it. I get tired so quick.
1: Yeah, okay. that's not how my body works either.
0: The rest of this episode is mostly light, fun moments, which is good.
1: Yeah, and also the rest of this episode, like the first half, of this episode, or the first that we've so far that we've talked about in this episode has been pretty much like one long night at karma right and then all of a sudden i feel like the editing's really shoddy again so like they don't really acknowledge the fact that they stayed up till 7 a.m and then probably had to sleep all day all of a sudden it's just the next night and it's date night which i'm like is that the same day is it the next day who fucking knows at this point but yeah exactly it's date night
0: It could have been the day before. There's no way of even knowing. (laughs) That's true. It's another double date uh, with uh, Roger, Jenny, and Dina and Dean.
1: Which is cute. And what's funny is how they call this date night. And because Vinny and Nicole don't have dates, they kind of go. I mean, it's not a date, but like, like couple off And they go do a little run to the sex store, which I just think is funny that, like, they're out doing, like, wholesome dates and then Vinny and Nicole are like, let's go to the sex store and get a stripper pole, which I'm so fucking jealous. I want a stripper pole. Like, as soon as I'm not moving around all the time and I have somewhere that I'm going to be for a while, I am going to invest in a stripper pole. Not even, like... For the sexy element, just for the fun vibes of and being able to just like twirl around on it and I don't know, maybe get some workouts in.
0: That's the thing is stripper poles are, it's like a full sport. Like you could take classes oh, yeah. and there's when you take the classes, there's not any type of sexual, sexy strip club element to it. It's fully athletic, it's acrobatic almost, or maybe that's not the right word, but it's a sport you and can take
1: sexy ones, but you can take ones, right. yeah, for the workout, literally. And
0: it's good for you. It's like strengthen your core and shit
1: full body yeah absolutely yeah. I'm very happy she bought this stripper pole it's bringing a lot of fun already and I'm looking to a, looking forward to, for a lot more of that so very happy with this purchase
0: and they don't know how to set it up so everybody keeps falling on it
1: yeah somebody must have come in eventually but more, more on that so now it's like maybe the next day not really sure they're doing some like GTL plus barbershop so I'm gonna guess it's the next day But it's just like all of a sudden they're at the barbershop and Dean, if you remember, has been going on dates with Dina. Which Have we commented on that? Like Dean and Dina? No,
0: I know we have not commented on it, but I've been thinking about it. Dean and Dina.
1: Well, I don't think we're going to see Dean for much longer because dean has been running his mouth and Dina does not like that. But. They're at the barbershop and they, con- I don't know if like the barber made this up or if Dean actually was like, yeah, um, this is what, you know, Dina said to me, but he basically tells the guys that Dina likes to eat ass, which, <laughs> so what if she does? So the fuck, what if she did? She doesn't right? for just just because I don't want I don't want Dina to be mad. She clarifies that's not something that she claims to be into. But right. and w- so what if she was? What are you all oh, gonna slut shame her? Shut the fuck up. She can do whatever, she can lick whatever she fucking
0: wants to. Well, again, it's alleged, but if she is an ass eater, she was goddamn ahead of her time. Because now Amen. A com- hello in the year 2023, there's now a conversation about not only ass eating. But straight men getting their ass eaten by women and it not being weird because the thing is with straight men specifically, it can be kind of weird and they get kind of weird about it. And I guess by extension, straight women, because they have sex with men. So it's like, there's no need to be weird about it. Just lick and and do everything. Who cares? Well, they go right to like,
1: oh, I'm not going to be sharing a drink or a cigarette with Dina. I'm like, okay, so you just, you can share it with other guys to like lick pussy and that's fine, but right. But too or far other women, or, or,
0: or other women. Yeah. Suck and cocks a, sucking cocks out there. T- exactly. exactly. But people I like mean, people don't brush their teeth.
1: Like, hello.
0: <laughs> like what? Whose fucking business is that for the barber to be telling all the boys. Yeah. Unprofessional. That it's unprofessional. The it's barber's like,
1: supposed to be getting gossip, not spreading rumors around town slash on national television.
0: That well, and it. This is later in the episode, but Dean fiercely denies that he said that. And Dina yeah, fiercely well, denies so that. Just she to like get it. us
1: there, because Mike, how Dina found out, Mike situation can't keep his fucking mouth shut, so oh, he yeah. immediately tells Dina, and then immediately we're rrr, rrr, editing to nighttime. They're at Karma, and Dina immediately like we we go from we go from them being at Karma to all of a sudden Dina's on the bar and yeah. yelling at Dean, calling him out. Which good, yeah, stand your fucking ground. She's like. I don't want to talk to you. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Bye. And this that's is what, like small town drama that I kind of live for. To be honest,
0: I do too. Because this is the kind of shit that happens in smaller towns, like ass eating rumors. That, like, in a city, <laughs> like in like L. A. or New York, it doesn't matter. Who cares who eats ass? But right in small communities, that's a big deal. I think, and it, it, w- almost- it's not, it
1: wouldn't even matter today anyway. Like, this is such yeah. a a point in
0: time conversation no, anyway. it was she was so ahead if she if she does eat ass she was ahead of her time because that's like people's thing now people love that and i will say if dean is telling the truth because he fiercely denies he said that and dina fiercely denies doing it so if dean is being honest the barber is an asshole right but what sucks is that you you never really know it's like he said he said how do you know who's telling the truth I wonder if
1: Dean still goes to that barber because I wouldn't fucking trust him.
0: Well, you know what the determining factor would be is if Dina ate his ass. Because if she ate his ass, then he definitely told. But if they never did anything like that, and it came out of nowhere, it could have been a lie. I
1: think he said so that – only Dina knows. She, no, I don't. But I don't think that he claimed that she did it. I think he claimed right. that she said she liked to.
0: And she, oh, you know what they specified? The boys, the, the guy specified that the barber told them, Dina said, "I don't suck dick, but I like to eat ass, or I like to lick butts." Which is like, okay.
1: Yeah, I don't think she ever said that.
0: I don't think she said that either. So, maybe the barbershop was just trying to get a little TV time. Everyone wants to be on fucking TV. True. Jesus.
1: Uh, Well, we end on actually a really nice note. Because this is where we start to see the family coming together again. Because Jenny decides to extend an olive branch to Sam.
0: Yes. Which I thought was unexpected I thought it was gonna have to be Sam because they're both stubborn but Jenny Mm -hmm. is way more stubborn and I, I think the way she handled it was really smart she handled it in the right way Ron and Sam were kind of just sitting there awkwardly intense as they usually are and Jenny comes up and says Can I get you guys a drink? Do you guys want anything? And Sam was like, oh yeah, let me just come with you. I was like, perfect. They both handled that exactly as they should. And so they go off alone to the bar and they have a little conversation. And I thought they handled it perfectly. I also noted Mm -hmm. neither of them said the words I'm sorry because I feel like- They're not those
1: kind of girls. They're They're, not those kind of girls. No, there's a lot of pride here.
0: Well, And you know what I think? That's why I think they handled it as, as best they could because I almost feel like sometimes you have to accept that neither party is sorry, but you still kind of want to make up anyways. And well, so what
1: Sammy says is not I'm sorry, but she says, I understand why you did what you yeah. had to do. And I right. think that's what Jenny's kind of like, I get it too. So, like, yeah, right. I don't think either of them are sorry, but they've they're willing to understand each other.
0: Yeah, it's not I'm sorry that I did something wrong. It's more I understand where you were coming from, and we're on the mm-hmm. same page now. So I thought they handled it well and it ended with um a hug. They hugged it out. I
1: know. They hug it out. Everything is right in the Jersey Shore. And I'm so happy. And it's all going to be ruined when I watch the next episode. But right I now, know. I'm so happy.
0: Well, and let me just say, at this point, Ron and Sam were technically on okay terms. They had technically made up. So this is, I think, the last time this season that the entire house, all eight people are getting along. So it it lasts about mm-hmm. five minutes of TV.
1: Kumbaya. <laughs>
0: So we're doing um, what last?
1: Yeah. Do you want to do the quote? This is back when they're at the at the store buying the stripper pole.
0: You do a better Nicole, so I'll do the clerk, and I'll let you shine on this one.
1: Okay. Okay. Fair. <clears throat>
0: How much is the stripper pole? Two hundred thirty.
1: I'll get it. It doesn't come up stripper pole on my credit card, right? No. My dad will be like, "What the fuck?" End oh my God.
0: Scene. Why is your dad looking at your credit card statements? At
1: this point, well, she's you're... so young. Still. Yeah, okay.
0: She's young, but at this point, she's at probably close to her mid 20s, 23, 24. She's also famous and probably raking in money. I, I bet okay, this fair. is about the time when she started making a lot of money, not just on the show, but like I know they did like a lot of club appearances and stuff, and those shit, that should shit pays. In fact, reality stars typically make most of their money from appearances, which they were doing a ton of at this time. She must have been pretty relatively loaded, at least by their standards. So it's like, you need to be handling your own money. Or maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe. maybe. help. So she can't blow it all on whatever drugs Mike's blowing it on. <laughs> I digress. But you make a commentary about why, you know, why wasn't her financial situation her, fin- her financial situation. You
0: know what? Once I said it, I realized he's may be helping because if I was 22 and got rich... I would probably be like, mom, help me with my finances, please. So, and maybe you know what? what? Like.
1: She's doing great now. So I think everything was done the way it should financially because she is just fine.
0: Well, let's end it there. I guess this episode ended on a good note, which is nice. So this yes. is it.
1: Um, goodbye.
0: Um, goodbye. Um, hello. See you next week.
1: Goodbye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um, hello pod.
0: We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind-the-scenes bonus content for you.
1: And you can find me anywhere online at The Libra Gina, including my website, thelibraginia.com.
0: And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Bye.